Hey guys, welcome back yet again to Final Sector. We are somewhat nearing the end-ish of the year. It feels a bit <laughs> weird to get to this point, and we have kept up with everything. Yeah. Um, so, hey, a little clap on the back, I think, for those of you that have stuck around to, uh, to everything we've been releasing. We do appreciate you. But we are here to talk about the next Grand Prix on the calendar. We have had a little break to catch our breath, but we are now back into the full swing of things and we are visiting a humdinger we are visiting singapore one that um some people think is like another monaco but others think is actually really interesting but mostly it's one the drivers say is very very taxing and very very difficult so mm -hmm. given how intense that fight is throughout the field maybe not at the top where, where everywhere else we look there's a fight um this could be an interesting one um so yeah, first off, what what are you excited for? What are you looking forward to here? There's a bit going on. Yeah, I I, I really like Singapore. It's one of my favourites on the calendar. It's again, like you say, it's very very similar to Monaco in the terms that it's a tight street circuit. It's um very technical. Um, but because it is, it's high attrition. Um, it's always hot and humid. In terms of like length of time, it's always one of the longest as well. Yes, so true. The focus required is always really, really high, and as he said, it's you know very, very taxing. You need really high downforce. It's just, it's it's hard. It's a really hard yeah. race for the drivers, and that brings about mistakes. And we do see a lot of safety cars, red flags, those sort of things here. For sure. Which in itself, you know, you don't you obviously don't want to see a lot of accidents happen, but. It, it does change the structure of the race, you know. Yeah. You have, to, you have to factor somewhere like here, it is, there's a very high chance it's going to be a safety car and how does that play into strategy? And because it is such a high yes. downforce circuit and a lot of, you know, a lot of corners and a lot of braking zones, it's hard on tires and it's uh, because it's so hot, the tires overheat and they grain really easily. Yep, so yep. pit stop strategies come into it a hell of a lot. Um, so, and just in terms of how the track looks at night, I think it's a, a gorgeous track just to just to watch the cars go around so it is it um, truly is one I, will um yeah one i think we're going to visit one day presumably it's on the calendar it's, for a while i you can see us making a step over there <laughs> legit it's uh like outside of the australian grand prix which i've now gone to this is the next one i wanted to go to like out of all the others um singapore i really want to go to the yeah. singapore grand prix i think yep. it'd be incredible but uh yeah it's it's gonna be a good one. I don't even think. Uh, I, th I think Max will probably do well, but I don't even think <laughs> Red Bull have a massive advantage here. Um, I think just because of the the nature of the circuit. That's yeah. So I guess that's I wouldn't call it the leading headline, but a lot of what I've heard, even after Italy, I think Red Bull were also saying this. They were saying, look. If we can do well and win Singapore, we'll basically be untouchable. And I think most of the other teams agree that all the tracks after that coming up, basically everyone else is like, we're going to have to get real lucky with something. But Singapore, although the Red Bull should be strong because it's so technical, because even like the weather, the humidity can throw such an oddball, something the teams haven't had to deal with. Um, other teams, you know, still here and there bringing little things. It's, it's a little bit open here. We have, you know, an unknown in the mclaren you know which has been strong kind of circuits like this yeah, and we have yeah. the aston which could suddenly be really strong in a circuit like this the mercedes, mercedes which yep. seems to be a bit of a dark horse yep, um yep. we've come off the back of the ferrari being strong but ferrari have been honest to say they've never been that strong here and they don't expect their car to be good here so mm. although they may still you know 
perform well off the back of a positive weekend last time out, you still don't expect them to, you know, have it, have it. I wouldn't put my money on them, you know what I they mean? Have, Maybe uh, looking. <laughs> they have, like, in recent history, actually done pretty well here, though. So yeah. Maybe they're just tempering expectations a bit, but I, I'm in the same boat. I think just given everything we've seen this year, that car shouldn't be as quick yes, as some of the mean, others yeah. mentioned. Well, I know a lot of drivers... Uh, this is one of the tracks a lot of drivers actually say is one of their favourites for that reason because yeah. it is just so it's so tricky to get right. Yeah, it should hopefully lead to some good racing, and we do have actually some some track changes here. It's been a little bit since we've had one of the uh, let's call it the more major overhauls of of a circuit um, in terms of certain sections being completely modified. Um, so towards the back half of the track, um, essentially turns 16 and 17 have entirely been removed. What this essentially means is the track won't go along the, the waterfront. So if you can kind of imagine you're coming towards that end section, they would kind of take a, a right and then a left chicane and then run down until they get to a tunnel overpass, which then they turn left into and, and go under and then turn back right towards the kind of end section. So they've basically removed, I guess, that little complex to the case where you just keep going straight before then. Um, I, don't, I don't really know if they've said exactly why they're doing it. Like, they say um, it's because it should potentially help with help overtaking, overtaking, even though, yeah. to be honest, for as technical as a track this is, you still do kind of get overtaking and passing because the strategy can pull into things. Mm. Um, but um, I, I think it's just one where they saw a chance just, just to make a change. They could just take something out that, you know... That section we see is normally just follow the leader through there. So they're thinking, look, let's just take it out anyway. Even if nothing comes of it, well, we weren't getting anything from it anyway. Apparently, um, was it turn 18, whatever, the second part of that complex is apparently a yeah. pretty, it's pretty uh, high rate of safety, like accidents that cause safety cars through yes, that section. Yes, it is. So taking that away also reduces the the chance of of accidents happening through there it's obviously. true i mean it doesn't reduce it it completely gets rid of it because it's not it's not there anymore, yeah so it's because um, it's quite a tricky corner it's like a tightish left but it's not one where if you start to lose it you have time to go down the the runoff road because you go under a bridge there's a barrier that pops out quite aggressively yes, at you yeah and okay. a lot of drivers will just tap that and as soon as the driver is stuck there they have to basically red flag or safety car because that yeah. it's a very small tunnel so they immediately block half the track so i've seen many many uh someone gets stuck there so mm. it, it could it could reduce the chance here a little bit um or for all we know <clears throat> maybe people being a bit more brave trying to overtake more taking more speed into that section could sure, actually cause more sure. incidents it should also make qualifying more interesting as well i think um although there was some skill through that section i guess they'll be thundering a lot harder into a section they've not really been in before mm. so we could see some people really try to try to throw it in there um but we'll have we'll have to see look i don't think this is a change i'm like oh why are they doing that they're taking away the iconic under the bridge area it's like no no no. i, I can see this it makes yeah. sense it's a bit of albert park s trying to you know maybe change something that could be more of a straight just to see what it does they have increased the lap count obviously because um, there's less time. It's like a 10 set. They're predicting about a 10 second. Yep. Um, it's also less distance. I think that's the biggest thing is it's done by distance, isn't it? Um, yes. But yeah. uh, yes, yeah, so it's a 10. They're predicting about a 10 seconds less per lap uh, by turning into a straight. And it's gone from 59 laps to 62 laps to account for the, uh, the, the slightly shorter distance the track is now. Mm -hmm. So um what it does mean is because there's less corners, less braking zones, there's teams are already saying there's probably going to be less stress on the tires because they mm. were saying even 
during qualifying laps and things like that, by the time they get to the third sector, the tires are just overheated. And it was a big thing cooked. here, yeah. Um, and they're saying that's going to help a lot for for qualifying laps, which it could make it less interesting. Personally, yeah. Um, part of the the um, the entertainment was you know seeing which drivers and which teams could keep the the tires in the optimum window. Like you know, you'd see someone who's slow through sector one and then they just like purple purple because they've saved the tires for the rest of the lap or you yeah. see purple purple yeah. and there's like oh they've just lost like eight tenths through that third sector because they've absolutely cooked the tires yeah um but um, i i feel like that might be that it might sort of remove that a little bit and it could be that maybe you know maybe a team that maybe would have suffered in those tires is is a team that might actually Yep. yep. I'm trying to think about positives, right? Let's say Red Bull, we think, might be the best on their tyres in qualifying. Well, then, hey, everyone else might see this as an advantage. It's one less thing that Red Bull have an advantage over keeping their tyres together. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think they've necessarily had that, but um, I guess I can see with them being so good and aware during the race, theoretically, that mm. would mean, especially because they normally set their car up for more of a race car, then it might especially be already decent through there. With yeah. someone like a Ferrari in that third sector, they could be more aggressive a bit through. More. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly. True. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Fair so, enough. So, so we'll see. Anyway, change has changed. Don't think I'm against it or for it, but uh, I'm not. I kind of for it. You know, I'm not seeing the exact benefits for for it yet. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. There are a few other quick things I'll go through here. Um. So this is actually I, I found a few Red Bull facts somehow. I was like, oh, I found a page that has a, a few little facts on stats. Um, ah, nice. So at this weekend, Max is attempting to win a Grand Prix at his 24th different circuit, which would basically surpass Michael Schumacher's uh, tally for that he that Max and Michael hold for second right now, and then he will be chasing down Lewis, who still holds the record at 31 different circuits, Fucking which I didn't know, hell. but that's a lot of circuits. That's a lot of circuits. So Max is, uh, Max is chasing down that number. Yep. Um, I can't believe Max hasn't won here, if I'm honest. Yes. It seems like, yes, he you hasn't. know, Red Bull's always been strong at places like Monaco, and they feel like they've yes. always been pretty strong Checo at Checo last year had the lights to end victory here. Yeah. I read that as well, so that's how he didn't get it. And apparently, there is a change to the FI technical directive that's trying to further clamp down on flexi wings. You might have seen a few articles, shorts on YouTube and that, about how teams are still getting around tests. It isn't that they're doing this to, you know, clamp out people doing things illegal. The hard thing about these flexi wings is that often they do things under extreme, basically, wind and, and yeah, aero pushing yeah. on them. You can only simulate that so much with a car that's not moving. So although they can do weights, they can do machines that bend them, um, it's never going to replicate, you know, having a giant tunnel that's blasting hurricane winds at the car. So it seems like yeah. they're trying to clamp down a little more. So you'll probably hear some chatter about that if you're tuning into things like practice. They'll probably uh, yeah. talk about there's, that a there's, bit. A, there's a few teams that have come out and said they'll have to make some small changes. As far yeah. as I've seen, like every team was in support of it. There's nothing major yeah. that's going to be changed i think they all know that but when you see an onboard shot of a wing bending they go it's not supposed to do that but it technically they got around the the test so remember the um the alpine wing that was doing this back in yeah this is something yeah oh yeah yeah, something like that and we still do have liam lawson in the car so um i think there's a little note to see how well he does um you know if you haven't already check our debrief of the italian grand prix where we did talk about that situation a fair bit um, because it's quite interesting we do of course wish 
Daniel Ricciardo to get better. Um, but I, I think I've said before, Lawson's quite a likable guy, and I, I yeah. hope he does well. Um, and gives Red Bull a bit of a difficult issue because even if this weekend he comes out and gets points, mm, I think they've got some thinking to do what they're going to do because yep. uh, that's quite a good performance from, from the young kids. Yeah, so, it'll uh, be it'll be here and probably at Japan because it's back to back. So yeah. there's a very, 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 very slim chance that Ricardo will be good for them as well. So yeah. he's getting a really good extended run to to, yeah. to really show Red Bull and. and well, yeah, the Red Bull but possibly others as well if Red yeah. Bull can't hold him what he yep. can do right I think they've already kind of confirmed this could go into another topic but I think they've already basically <laughs> confirmed Ricardo for next year but they're soft already... confirmed but they're yeah there are both of those seats still yeah. are not technically closed down and I think yes. now for, for good reason maybe mm. they are pending their time for it yeah yeah. but um, all the drivers can do in the car both him and Yuki of course is try to uh, I guess you know, both score. Thing. That's really what they're yeah. trying to do here. Yep. So they uh, they are bringing in we'll apparently see. quite a big upgrade. I saw so yeah. um, for this race. So maybe that'll get a few of those midfield and lower teams seem to bring their last kind of bigger upgrade here as well for the year um, mm. before they kind of then switch to, switch to next year. So um, yeah. again, at a track like this, it could completely change change something up. We'll, uh, we'll have to see how it goes. But um, onto that topic, of course, predicting who's going to finish where. We do have our predictions. Um. We came off the back of last weekend where you, despite being Don't so much closer to what actually happened, we, we still end ended up getting place. the same points. It's the from greatest, the, uh... <laughs> the greatest injustice in human history where I, I should have had five points if it went Leclerc, then Signs, But because it went Signs then Leclerc, I get two points, less than half the amount of points. And you this is where people dredge back our... Um... Hamilton and Albon, and you get the same amount of points as me. Yep. That is an injustice. Uh, injustice you know, people for are Michael look back on Twitter. To our, uh... get, it tw- get it trending. <laughs> <laughs> to recap the points, we both did end up just getting plus two. So that puts me at... 28 and yourself on 25 and a half so that gap as the season nears the end starts to look pretty big by the way to, uh... i'm gonna i'm gonna contest this if you win at the end of the year i'm contesting the championship <laughs> um and on what grounds on the grounds that i should have gotten more than two points for being considerably closer for this weekend it's about as baseless as the other uh championship yes uh, lawsuits going on at the moment but uh <laughs> yes that's a humdinger <laughs> but without further ado we do need our random position which is p7 for this week we've had a lot in this in this top 10 which makes it tricky because you could think someone from the low like is this going to be the top like lower midfield driver mm. or will all the drivers from the other teams kind of finish near the top i think you could have a couple of uh big people retire i think is a it's a very mm. very real chance somewhere like here you could have a couple of the big boys uh tap out particularly in a race as attritional as this particularly on the cars yeah. as well you have yeah. you know mechanical failures but you also just have you know someone can very easily get in a tangle and take their car out yeah have a slight spin first lap almost yeah. always someone goes off and yep yeah remember the that was at the time when uh the three cars was the f- two ferraris and a mercedes Mercedes or a Red Bull or something. Bull. It was a Red Bull, and yeah, they all it was came Max together. In the middle of that's Kimi right. And Vettel. Kimi and that's and when Vettel, Vettel's yes. championship yep. hopes went down the toilet. <laughs> yes, that's right. So, <laughs> Vettel yeah. going backwards around the track with oil spilling out the side yeah. of the car. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, but yes, Hamilton it's... breezing around the outside. Yes. It could very um, easily happen up front. So, what, what are the teams again? I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to think, like, who normally finishes back there? I'm going to go Russell. Like, when I think through, I go, like, well, Alpine, but then I think, I don't I don't think there's a lot of confidence on Alpine this weekend, but then who's behind Alpine? It's like, 
Haas or uh, Haas won't be there. Uh, Alfa Romeo or Alfa Tauri or uh... <laughs> Will yeah Albon. Our bodies, mm. yeah, that's... I mean, they got that longer straight. They could send it well, in hold up the train. I think he's just good enough to get into the points every race at this point. Like, I just... That's what people are saying. That car's not once be considered as an outlier. That's just mm. where it is, right? Ah, uh, Piastri. Why not? We'll go Piastri. Yeah. Even though I think he I could think, be stronger think... than that. Yeah. But, but it's hard because you see so many drivers which could be strong. Mm. I think that's. I think your Piastri and my Russell is very similar thinking. Because <laughs> mm. I could um, also see but, Russell up there, and I'm like thinking, ah, oh, maybe know. maybe Alonso, but it's like could Alonso could very well be up there as well. It's like, well, do like I put? Could really be up there. Do, yeah, I, do yeah. I put Stroll in there then? And it's like, well, no, I don't have enough confidence in Stroll to get higher than P like eight. If so, Stroll is a P7, Alonso needs to be a P1 or two. Yeah, true. <laughs> I true. Think. Hey, if you're listening, let us know. I think this is the hardest one. We've had. I mean, some of the lower positions can just be like a bit of a crapshoot, but you still got a few names. Yeah. This is so. You know what? We sometimes go in sync for the first one, but hell, you go first. P one. What have you got? You're gonna surprise me, or are you gonna go? They're not, gonna do it. You do the rest of the year. Not yet. Nah, we're gonna go Max again. Um, okay. It is actually one I considered for, for being one of the ones I don't put Max in because I think, like it's, like I've said, it's it's highly attritional and. This is where, you know, mechanical failures start to happen. And, mm-hmm. you know, he's obviously being caught up in that accident, getting pincered by those Ferraris in the past yep. at the front of the grid. So it can happen very easily. Um, but, yeah, I think it's not not yet. I think there's other tracks later on where he could either struggle a little bit more um, or potentially... Ha- Maybe maybe I'm sort of waiting for that car to show any signs of an issue before making <laughs> making a decision. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, for now he's just gonna kill it, isn't he? <laughs> like he's so in tune with the car, and you have to be the money's to, still on it. Yes, yeah, yes, you have to be to drive this place. So um, yeah, Max P1. So I'm curious if this is your your week where you've um well you know let's let's look at let's let's look at the facts, right? I might have opened this podcast oh, by saying. Hey, we're thinking maybe if it's going to happen. And yes, we're saying... I think the rule we said was, look, if he's not going to win it, we have to say he's not on the podium. Correct, right? that's so what you said. It's, yeah. it's almost like, look, even if this is the track where maybe he's P2, P3 or something, I, you know, he's not my P1 for that reason that he's, he's not there. Um, mm. And even if it is just an offshoot, he did have some of those wear and temperature concerns at the end of the Italian Grand Prix. He did. Um, yeah. So I'm thinking, look, if I'm going to go for it, like others, you might go as somewhere like Mexico, where the altitude is a bit different, so things can be thrown up in the air. That's but the hell, if we're going to pick it. Yeah. Or one yes. Of the and if I've got this lead anyway, part of it is I have this partial lead. Even if I blow it out this week, that's fine. Because then I know that you've got a kind of gamble some way um and if it does pay off well then hey you deserve the win so stuff it right it's like it's a win-win for the show eh? yeah <laughs> but it's still letting me to think right who the hell do i think is going to be for the remainder of the podium and mm. i'm like this is a bad weekend to do it for that because <laughs> this is this is really it's like there's like three or four oh. teams that could be in there yeah i know like do you think checo king of the streets is going to return to form here um do you think that McLaren, which has shown some real glimpses and has, you know, genuinely challenged Max at certain circuits before, particularly at the start, could do so here, even if Max is there at the start or if Checo's there at the start? Do you think the Aston, you know, suddenly could show some of that pace that they had in similar circuits and somewhere like they had, you know, at Jeddah and um, Alonso, who still seems to be biting for something? Yeah. Um, so, 
I've I've gone a bit of a mixed bag. Kind of put some names up and went, you know, <laughs> let's do, do it. <laughs> and if it doesn't work, then you know, hey, it's okay. So P one, I've gone with the man who I think is going to be strong, who I think finally deserves his time in the limelight. It's the man in the orange. It's not the Aussie this time. It's Lando Norris. Lando Norris, yeah. Um, I think it's hard to put him by being strong at a circuit like this with his recent performances. Yes, they've been a bit rocky, but that's part car, part weather, part track. This, when you have now had enough time to see where that current driver's been strong, you'd think if they don't, you know, kill it here really, or, or even second is the best team, I would be pretty surprised because of what we've seen. It would have to be other teams really getting their stuff together and, and challenging higher up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got him in P1, but um, yeah. P2, before I go on, I want I want yours. Okay. One, I, I guess think. yours is more yeah. interesting now that you haven't got Max P1, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> P2, I'll echo your thoughts. I've got Norris P2. I think McLaren okay, will be... Yep. So I'm not totally crazy. <laughs> exceptionally, yeah. I think they'll be exceptionally strong here again. Like you say, in recent, uh, recent form uh, and you know tracks of this nature, I think they'll be very, very strong. Um, and yeah, I think it, yeah, there's not much to say. Um, if, yep. if Norris isn't on the podium, I think, or at least fighting for the podium, I think, or at least a McLaren fighting for the podium, I think it would be a step backwards for them given where 100%. they were. So um, yeah, Norris P2. Oh, there you go. Uh, my P two. Maybe I still have a bit of a bit of faith in my boy. I have gone Checo, um, even though again he won. Like, you're putting it on face on. That's. Weird. I'm just thinking like you don't think he'll get past Norris then. That's no, really... no. Okay. So 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 I think he will be strong here. But I think last year he didn't really have much competition. Um, mm. Whereas here it's shown that. Um, it's still going to show whether in tooth and nail he can pull it together. I mean, he had that stint, you know, near the front in, in Zanvoort, and even then he didn't necessarily seem to, to run away with it when you thought that would have been his True. moment to go, hey, if I've got something special, let's, you know, at least show it there. Um, so I think with it being a difficult circuit with everyone else so much closer, especially if maybe he still hasn't got the teeth in it in quali, when other drivers like Norris, like Alonso, like Hamilton, like even a Sainz or a Leclerc could start ahead of him if Norris even gets two three positions on him then you know he could just run away with it especially when we've seen in the first few laps that McLaren can be super strong as well so in this articulate race I've got playing out in my head um I think you know it'll be a tight battle but I'd say Haven if he gets close to him Norris would also defend that tooth and nail around here um I'd I'd see that car being good enough on the Red Bull you know unless that hey that new straight might be the downfall maybe on the second last lap Norris gets overtaken on that new straight and we go remove it get rid of it (laughs) (laughs) maybe maybe I'll go with my P3 then um I think I think this is maybe my last hurrah for him before maybe we, we put him down from the cards. But put I have gone Alonso. No. Yes, yes. Put I think I'm going to go down. Alonso. <laughs> yes. Um, it, yes, okay. probably pertinent in this. <laughs> um, if this is anywhere, again, that car's going to be strong for the remainder of the year, it then it's probably going to be gonna here. Be here. Um, although, you know, Piastri's honestly sometimes shown better pace than Norris. Um, and we've seen Hamilton's been quick, etc. Um Hey, uh, you know, I think this is maybe one just to just to go out on on, on a yeah, few different moves here before bro. we get to 
Exactly. But then, you know, then we've got some more traditional circuits I think are going to be a lot yes. more uh, yeah, yeah, safe with my picks here. So um, yeah. I do have a bit of a multicolored podium, but uh-huh. who knows what the future holds. We'll have to wait for a few days to find out. But uh-huh. you, who have you got to round out your trio? I've also got a multicolored podium. I do not have, obviously I don't have Piastri, but I don't have Checo on the podium either. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Lewis Hamilton. Um, okay yep again i expect the mercedes to be quick they've obviously come out and said they expect them to be quick as well yep. so um and given they said that again this is mercedes like to big up and make everything worse than it actually is but they said monza was like yeah. their worst weekend and they got what p5 yes. p6 and it's like yeah, bruh yeah. and showed pretty damn good race pace exactly <laughs> yeah so um, if that's their worst weekend they've had all year, then if they're fucking not on the podium, then they're going <laughs> to... Toto yeah. might actually commit suicide. Like, he just <laughs> commits seppuku right there. Um, Into the Marina Bay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I could see Aston up there as well. Um, like you say, I think it's, this is their, their last chance to show that they still have a good car. Um, I just, I think they've just fallen off enough or at least... McLaren have sort of taken that from them and Mercedes yeah. have just sort of progressively kept up. Um, and I think both of those teams are quicker at this type of circuit than, than the Aston Martin now. And I think if Alonso's going to do it, he either needs something to play into his hands or he needs to just have yeah. an absolutely incredible weekend. Um, yep. Or I'm wrong and Aston has found something and they're quick again and he's P2. And uh, There's always those yeah. unknown factors. Yeah. But like, yeah, I think what you're saying is valid. I yep. think... Yeah, it was a hard pick for me for, for P3 with this. We'll have to tune in. Um, make sure that you tune in as well, dear listener, to um, to check out the the race. It should, as I say, hopefully be a good one. But um, we will be back, as always, afterwards anyway to debrief all the potential chaos of the Singapore Grand Prix. But until then, uh, you take care. Let us know your predictions if you have any. And we'll catch you next time. Take care for now. Bye. <laughs>